Today's topic is the priesthood of prayer on the Believer's Voice of Victory. Join Gloria Copeland and special guest Billy Brim for more insight and understanding of how speaking God's power through prayer changes things. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory. Billy Brim's back with us today, and we're hearing some great things. Today, we're going to talk about fire and the priesthood. Yes. You don't want to miss that. We're looking forward to that, Billy. Glory. Well, you know, we've already seen, without going over the other programs, which you need to watch, that man, Ish and Isha, woman, come from the root word of fire. So we're connected with fire. We've seen that Jesus mm. uh, told uh, John the Baptist prophesied we would be baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire. We saw that the Holy Ghost came from heaven uh, as, a, uh, uh, as a fire and sat upon each of them. Now, Fire and the priesthood are connected. I'm going to read some scriptures now which speak about us, the church, the body of Christ. 1 Peter 2, 9. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. So we see here that we're called a royal priesthood. The body of Christ is a priesthood. You, if you are born again, are to minister in the office of a priest, every one of us. Revelation 1, 6. And God has made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Now that's King James, and it says kings and priests, but really it's more like a royal kingdom of priests. Although we do stand in the, uh, we do rule and reign. Amplified, this is the Amplified Bible, Revelation 1 6. He formed us into a kingdom, a royal race, mm. priests to his God and Father. To him be the glory and the power and the majesty and the dominion throughout Praise the ages, God. forever and ever. Amen. So we see that like the high priest, our head, the Lord Jesus Christ, he is the high priest, but we, the body, are a kingdom of priests on the earth. Now, um, in the uh, 1 Corinthians, and I may read this scripture to you later, but it says that those things in the uh, Old Testament are types for us types and shadows for us. Mm, yes. So sometimes for, if you came into the body of Christ being a Gentile, a Goy, a Westerner, you might not understand the office of priests. But if you will look back when God ordained the priesthood, then you will learn some things about how you should be uh, acting today. And I'm going to read you from this book, Contact with God, The Amazing Power of Prayer uh, by Jeannie Wilkerson. And we who knew her, Gloria, knew what a presence she walked in because she had a life of prayer. She was a prophetess. She, she prophesied to Brother Hagin more than any other person I know. He and would he respected her. it. Too. Oh, my, he respected it. He would sense her being there. He'd say, is Sister Wilkerson here? Yeah. Is Sister Wilkerson? And she'd always have taken a seat in the back somewhere. She did not. She wasn't pushy. Didn't try to push herself forward. So anyway, um, I'm reading from her book, Life, uh, and this is uh, Contact with God, the amazing power of prayer. Prayer is her heading, is an incense before God. In Exodus 30, God gives us a beautiful analogy between prayer 
and the pure gold in the Old Testament temple of God. According to the scriptures, the altar was the highest piece of furniture in the tabernacle. This is the incense altar she's talking about. It was overlaid with pure gold. Mm -hmm. There were two altars in the uh, tabernacle and in the temple. Uh, in the tabernacle, there was the, the outer uh, edge of it was, was created with curtains. And sitting out there was the uh, altar where you offered up the animal sacrifice. Then as you went inside the covering, uh, the little covering, the little inner part, but before you got back to the Holy of Holies where the uh, um, Ark of the Covenant was, there's the incense altar. It stands just outside the curtain. And in the temple, it stands just outside the curtain. And this is the altar of incense, and it's tall. When you minister at the altar of God, the altar of incense she's talking about, you are ministering in the presence of the Lord himself. In the Old Testament, the priests burned many pounds of incense on the altar before the Lord. This incense is a type or shadow of prayer. In Psalm 114.2, excuse me, 141.2, David said, let my prayer be set before them as incense. So the incense in the Old Testament is a type of prayer. God instructed the priests of the Old Testament to burn so much incense upon the altar that all odor of the flesh was eradicated. Remember, they're sacrificing animals out there. Hmm. And that, there could be an odor of the flesh. Yeah. But God covers it up with the incense. Hmm. God wants the fruit of his people's work to give off a pleasant scent. God is a God of fragrance. He is very sensitive to odors. And he wants his people to smell perfumed in the spirit. You see, if mm. prayer in the church dies off until the embers of this glorious fire go out, then God will write the word Ichabod over our doors, which says the glory has departed. That is why the message of prayer must be brought to the church. This fire is never to go out. The church is to pray without ceasing. And the design of the Levitical priesthood shows us how this operates. As a believer, you should know how God ordained the priesthood in the Old Testament and then for the early church in the New Testament. It was first established for the Jewish people. Therefore, we who have come from being Gentiles have a hard time of understanding it sometimes because we don't know anything about how it operated. The Levitical priests were called to duty by a divine appointment. Believers should be on call today if the church were operating as she should with everyone filled with the Spirit and hearing God's voice, the Holy Spirit could select a member from the body to pray for someone else and eliminate that person's need to call others for help. The believer priest would get his assignment to pray from God. The body of Christ should be a universal intercession network. The Holy Spirit knows when there's a need in the body of Christ and he wants to meet it. The Holy Spirit speaks to the one he knows will pray it through. He gets the SOS and the intercessor goes into the presence of God and begins to pray. The whole body of Christ should be filled with light, the light and the life of Jesus Christ. New Testament priests were supposed to minister on behalf of others. 1 John 5, 14 says we can have confidence when we stand in the ministry of a priest through prayer. A priest goes before God. He's like a mediator. He's a mediator between this person out here who maybe needs prayer and he lifts them up to God 
or he can minister from God, a teaching uh, to that person. But the priest is like a mediator. He performs, and every single one of us, Gloria, are priests. Hmm. We're supposed to be offering up prayers Praise for others. As New Testament priests, we're supposed to minister on behalf of others. 1 John 5, 14 says, we can have confidence when we stand in the ministry of a priest through prayer. Quote, and this is the confidence that we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Amen. And if he hears us, we know we have the petitions which we have asked. So that's the ministry of a priest. Remember, the word of God tells us to come boldly into God's presence. Therefore, we know God hears us when we pray. And we know that we have the petition we have asked Come for. expecting. Yes. This is the ministry of a true priest, be, t- being the one who knows how to pray. Right. The Bible even says, if any man see his brother sin a sin which is not unto death, he shall ask and he shall give him life for them that sin not unto death. Uh, if you see a brother, now this doesn't mean you're a gossiper. Uh, I know Brother Halverson, you know, greatest intercessor I've ever known. He went to a great church and the man, the pastor in that church got involved with the song leader, a woman. It was adultery. And God showed it to Brother Halverson before anybody knew it. And he told him to pray about it. He didn't tell him to blab about it. Mm -hmm. The church would have been torn apart. But Brother Halverson, he said he prayed about that thing for a year And then by the time it did come to light, because of all the prayer that had been done for it, the church moved through the episode without dissolving and without having a great big break. So if God, he won't show you things. He's he's not a tattletale. But if if you see someone, they're sending us in not unto death. You don't blab about it, but you go to him as a priest. And you take the, you put that person on the altar you know, where Paul says, uh, to speaking of some people who are missing it, he said, you heap coals of fire upon their head. That doesn't mean you burn them up. It means you take them to the altar. You see, with the priesthood, there's an altar and there's fire and there's incense. Yeah. And the incense goes up before God. Uh, they said that, you know, three times a year, those Jews had to go up to the temple and, and make their sacrifices. And the first sense that picked up, they were nearing Jerusalem, like let's say Joseph, Mary, and Jesus. They lived up in the north at Nazareth. So they're going to start down to go to one of the feasts, one of the Moeds. The first thing they picked up was the sense of smell that they were nearing Jerusalem. They, they picked up the sense of the, the smell of the incense. That incense with its 11 ingredients chosen by God, and God said, don't ever copy it. Don't try to copy this incense. And they said the women of Jerusalem never had to wear perfume because Mm -hmm. the incense, which burned perpetually, don't let the fire go out. It's burning perpetually. It it permeated their very beings. And they went about smelling uh, of the incense of God. So praise the Lord, fire and the priesthood. Praise God. Uh, I read to you from Sister Wilkerson's book about our being kings and priests to God. I want to show you a picture now, Gloria. I'm going to put it up on the screen. This is the incense altar. And this is the high priest offering incense. And you see the incense going straight up, Mm -hmm. the, the aroma of it. So we're going to read about it now. 
um, from Leviticus. Leviticus 6, 12 and 13. And the fire upon the altar shall be burning in it. It shall not be put out. And the priest shall burn wood on it every morning and lay the burnt offering in order upon it. And he shall burn thereon the fat of the peace offerings. Now this is, and the fire shall ever be burning upon the altar. It shall never go out. So this is the, this is the altar upon which they have offered the meat. But now there's another closer to the Holy of Holies. There's another altar. There are two altars and that's the incense altar. But this is speaking, uh, and right now we're going to read Leviticus 6, 12, and 13 in the Amplified Bible. And the fire upon the altar, this is the altar out where the sacrifice is offered. The fire upon the altar shall be kept burning on it, and it shall not be allowed to go out. The priest shall burn wood on it every morning and lay the burnt offering in order upon it, and he shall burn on it the fat of the peace offering. The fire shall be burning continually upon the altar and it shall not go out. Now we see that the incense altar, the incense was always going up. And Sister Wilkerson pointed out that God hates the smell of flesh. A lot of what takes place in church services is flesh. Mm. And uh, God doesn't like the smell of flesh. So he had the incense altar, which was offered up the sweet smell that was going up to God. We read about it in Philippians 4:18, And there's a likeness to our prayer life. Our prayers ascend to God as incense. Philippians 4:18, Paul wrote, I have all in abound. I'm full, having received of Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you. It was an offering, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice, korban, well-pleasing to God, so even when we give our offerings and tithes, they ascend like the incense. The incense is a type and a shadow. They ascend up to God as a pleasing aroma. Now from Revelation 5, 8, And when he had taken the book, this is the lamb, the four beasts and the four and twenty elders fell down before the lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of saints. So when your prayer goes up in mine, especially our priestly prayers, they go up as a sweet smelling odor, Praise like the incense. And God stores them in golden vials. Hmm. Hallelujah. Now the priesthood in the Holy Temple of Jerusalem, I referred to these verses before, but now I'm going to read them to you. 1 Corinthians 10, 11. Now these things happen to them as an example but they were written down for our instruction on whom the end of the ages has come. Romans 15, 4. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, our instruction, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. So when he tells us that we're a kingdom of priests, then we're supposed to look back over at how the priests operated and the incense uh, it says in Psalm 133. Oh, I think I'll get that out and read it. It's so juicy. It's so wonderful because we're going to read about Aaron, the high priest. Psalm 133. I should be able to find Psalms pretty quickly. Psalm 133. We, we love to sing this in the Hebrew. 
Here's how it reads. Psalm 133. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Folks, unity. Unity, unity, unity. It's an absolute necessity to have an awakening, to have the glory of God manifest. So he's, he's, that's the point of this thing. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. And then he tells you what it's like. It's like the precious ointment upon the head that ran down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that went down to the skirts of his garments. When Aaron was anointed high priest, the oil went down over him, went down over his beard, went down over his garments. What did that anointing prepare him for? To go into the presence of God. Mm. Only Aaron the high priest could go in the Holy of Holies. So it's telling us that unity, and if we dwell together in unity, it's like we're being anointed for the presence of God to come down upon Bless the meeting. God. Bless God, hallelujah. hallelujah. Now, incense altar. Oh, glory to God. We showed you the picture of the incense altar. Maybe they'll show it to you again. Every day, four separate lotteries were held in the temple. The priests, the Kohanim, were divided into 24 courses or shifts, and they came from all parts of the land. And then they had a lottery, which chose which ones are going to do certain things. The third lottery was held to determine who would have a chance to officiate at the incense offering, which, according to Jewish tradition, was the most acceptable part of the temple service in God's eyes. I was in the Temple Mount Institute where uh, they're getting ready for the building of the temple. Oh, they have all of the uh, vessels already. And they had a picture painted, the one we showed you, of the priest, high priest, offering on the, the incense offering. And this was a plaque that was beneath it. The incense, contained 11, the incense containing 11 different ingredients was offered in the sanctuary during temple days atop the golden incense altar twice daily, morning and evening. Each priest who offered the incense merited special heavenly blessing and immense wealth. Thus, each day the incense service was done by a different Kohen. This is aside from the high priest who was entitled to offer the incense any day he so desired. Any priest who offered the incense offering and was chosen by the lottery, he, uh, he became immensely wealthy. It became blessing upon him for offering the incense. And we might say for offering prayer, blessings come upon you. Uh, this is from uh, my book on the temple service. Officiating at the incense service happened only once in a priest's life. So he had been warned that he must be very cautious when placing the incense upon the burning coals. If he sprinkled it too closely to himself, then he got burned. So he had to be very watchful as he let the grains fall slowly. Now, let's go over to the New Testament and Luke chapter, uh, Luke chapter 1. Matthew, Mark, Luke. I should have had this marked, but I didn't. We're running out of time. Maybe they'll give me an extra few seconds if they're merciful, which they usually are not. But here we go. Uh, Luke 1 and verse 5. Now think of it. There was a lottery that allowed this to happen. Think of the chances of this happening. 
There was in the days of Herod the king of Judea a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abia. See, there's 24 different courses. And his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. And they had no child because Elizabeth was barren, and they were both well stricken in years. And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, according to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. Here they had come 24 courses from all over the land, these priests, and they had by lottery, by a lot, they did it by stones. We won't go into how they did it. But anyway, he got the lot to burn the incense in the temple. He was the one who offered the incense that day. And the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense. They did it twice a day. So there's a curtain there and he's in here offering the incense. And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zechariah saw him, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, fear not Zechariah, for your prayer is heard and your wife Elizabeth shall bear you a son and you shall call his name John. Mm. And you shall have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. And he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. And he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. And many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God, and he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the disobedient to the, uh, of the, the, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Praise. So we see this incense offering. We see that this incense places, it's a type of our prayers. We're priests. He had to draw the lottery that day to be the priest that offered the incense to God. But we're told that we are a royal priesthood. Mm -hmm. We are a kingdom of priests. And we are the speaking Praise ones, God. and we are the ones, the creatures of fire, who are akin. There was fire on that altar, and the incense went up. And you, you are akin to, you are a creature of fire. You're akin to fire from the very root word of Ish and Ishah. And then the Holy Ghost came and baptized you with the Holy Ghost and fire, and you are to be at that altar of incense. You are to be Praise sending up those prayers that God stores in those golden vials. Praise God. A holy priesthood. Thank you. You really cannot fulfill your office. And every believer stands in this one. Not every believer is a pastor. Not every believer is a, is a prophet. But every believer has been called to the priesthood. And that means he's to pray. Praise It's God. not just to be a certain little group in your church that prays. A little few women that pray in a back room. The whole church is supposed to be praying. You're supposed to be praying. I'm supposed to be praying. We're supposed to be sending up this incense before Praise God for a lost, what John Osteen called a lost, sighing, dying humanity. Crying, sighing, dying humanity. Mm. Praise God. Who's going to intercede for them? You. You. Me. Billy and I'll be right back. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.